Hey y'all. So sitting on the back on the I was gonna say patio. <laughs> sitting on the balcony. Got my headphones on. This is my first time recording with my headphones on. So we're gonna see how this turns out. Hopefully y'all can hear me. Hopefully it's clear. Um but it just drowns out the noise of the cars so I could think. Um, so hopefully, you know, this works. So we got our, um, what I said I was going to call this. Y'all see how I be forgetting? Did I say stash? I don't know what I called it, y'all. But that's what we doing. Um, what's crazy is I've been sitting out here for maybe 30, 45 minutes. And... The sun was down, but not, like, completely. I could still see the mountains a little bit in the um, far distance. But, like, this moon, it's a full moon. And it literally just popped out of nowhere, it seems like, because it was not here, like, five minutes ago. And it's so bright. That's crazy. But anyway, I'm just sitting out here chilling, y'all. It's so weird for me. Not, um, I feel muzzled, so I'm gonna disconnect the headphones. Hold on, hold on. I don't like the way I sound, so we're gonna turn these joints off if I can find a darn power button. All right, so we got rid of the headphones. <clears throat> now I just gotta find somewhere to prop this up. We're just gonna leave it right there so it's so weird y'all for me to not have nothing to do like seriously I mean I like it I ain't complaining um, because I don't know I guess I have a lot of time to think I got time to get other things done but it's definitely now what in our one motorcycle this whole time I've been sitting out here and as soon as I go to record his ass wanna show up. Alright, so <clears throat> like I said, I I ain't complaining at all. I definitely need the break and I am enjoying like this free time but it's weird because I'm just used to working or I'm used to um, being busy and I'm not I'm not busy um, So this, I tried something different. <clears throat> Dang, I can't remember what I was, said I was going to call this darn thing when I'm out here. I don't even know what I said. But anyway, I'm doing it. And I'm still learning how to use this thing. So it's like, I noticed when I put too much water, it's like almost impossible to get a pool. But then when it's not enough water, same thing. You ain't getting a pool. So you have to like really get it to a science to get a good strong pool. And then also what I did, instead of one of the little um, charcoal lighter things, when one was like half burnt, I just put another one on top. And oh my God, that gave it a really amazing pool. Um, but I'm smelling my my stuff, my hash, I think I said I was going to call it a hash, and it smells burnt, y'all, because I'm so cheap, like, and plus because I don't know, so it's like, I'll, I'll do my thing off of the same hash, like, two or three times, so I'm going to research to see how many times you're supposed to use it, but what I did, I left the one that I had from the other night in there, and then I just topped it with some fresh 
and it seems like the one on the bottom is burnt because I can smell it and kind of taste it so I ain't doing that no more um, so that's what I was about to do now like kind of um, switch this up put you know put some fresh in here because yeah it's definitely burnt so now I don't waste a good one on top I almost want to flip this shit over because I don't be wanting to throw away nothing y'all when I say shit right okay yeah we're making a mess so bear with me y'all while i clean this shit all right so i feel like i totally just waste um people be walking by here and they be hearing me talk but because i'm so far back they can't, um, they be trying to figure out where the voice coming from. And that's a good thing because it means that I am incognito and that's the whole point when I'm out here chilling with, with you know, with the stuff. canisters like some glass canisters with like screw on tops to keep my hash in because these tin cans remember I told y'all how it's like sticky it's hard to get it open sometimes this is just becoming a disaster it's hard to get it open because it like suctions so tight Like in the daytime, it don't be hot, like, especially for me coming from Florida where it's humid. Like, it's not humid at all. Y'all know that it's dry heat, um, which makes you, in my opinion, it makes you um, thirsty. Like, I find myself drinking more water out here than when I'm home, but damn it took all of that to get this open but um I was gonna say oh so I mean I can deal with it like they be like oh my god it's so hot I'm looking like bitch it is not hot like this for us is springtime weather but no matter what at night it's cool so even see people walking with they'll have shorts on with a hoodie or a long sleeve shirt because it's, it's chilly like right now I have on um, a tank top and just like some yoga pants I mean I'm cool but the other night the other night I had on um, I was wrapped in my blanket sitting out here definitely like the later it gets the colder or the cooler it gets out here I love that because you can wear like I remember before when I lived out here I never put away my winter clothes because like you know back home you better put your winter shit up and half the time you really don't even pull it out but here you you keep your wardrobe out year round because it can be hot in the daytime but at night, it ain't hot at all. Alright, so. I'm gonna have to get some aluminum foil. I'm sorry, y'all. Give me a minute. Let me go get some foil.
Alright, so put my foil on the top. I put some fresh hash in there. And poke my holes in the foil. Literally, y'all, I got scissors and I'm using the tip of the scissors. Um, so if y'all thinking about getting a hookah light, look how loud I am. Maybe I'm busting my own damn y'all thinking <laughs> nah if you think about getting one get you one I like it real quiet isn't it okay real quiet <clears throat> but I like it y'all I, I do like it a lot I gotta clean this up cause I done made a whole mess but yeah um, alright so now we got us some fresh, fresh. We're gonna keep the party going. We'll let it get hot. I'm start, I'm still trying to figure it out, y'all. I ain't got it yet. But when she get it. We're going to be mixing all kinds of stuff up in that thing. That's what I'm supposed to be researching. You know, I'm putting that good, good in there. I need to get with my sister to see when she's going to come down and chill with me. Because, you know, she um, certified and qualified and, you know, all that good stuff. So she legalized out here. Waiting on that, honey. I was talking to my mom and my godmama the other day, and um, I was telling them about it. My um, godmama didn't know what a hookah is because it didn't really become popular for us, as far as I know, until after she became blind. So, you know, a lot of things we just have to describe to her um, and try to paint the picture for her. She was like, what the hell is a hookah? <laughs> and then when I was describing it, me and my mom, she was like, oh, one of the books I was listening to, um, the guy, um, that's what they did. They were over in India, and she was like, but they was getting high. <laughs> so she told me, you be getting high off yours? I'm like, nah, I ain't really getting no buzz off mine. Um, she was like, oh, it might not be strong enough for you. You might need to add something to it. <laughs> If she don't know me, I was like, well, when I was at the place, I had a drink, and I was doing a hookah, and I had a buzz. So I was like, maybe I just need to pair it with alcohol. She was like, well, the Indians, um, they ain't have no alcohol. She was like, they just had a hookah, and they was hot. So you need something stronger. So, yeah. I don't know. I haven't, you know what? I couldn't think of it. Uh, I haven't had any um, alcohol with it yet. I should have poured me a glass of wine when I went in there just now. But I was trying to rush back to get back. I don't like having that dead air like that when I'm recording. So next time when I come out here and I'm going to record and I'll have, um, I'll have some, some wine. We'll see how that goes, honey. But yeah, I was just sitting out here chilling, y'all. This is like a nice spot to just relax. Because all you hear is cars. Every now and then you will hear people walking by talking. Or like now, somebody will come out with music in their car. You know what I'm saying? It's just. And I'm nosy as hell anyway, so I love, I'm a people watcher. Oh, so yeah, speaking of, so while I was sitting out here, it was the, it was this boy, he looked to be Asian, and um, he was standing at the crosswalk on his cell phone, and another Asian dude who was smaller than him, he was shorter and skinnier than him came up behind him and you know how you like clothesline somebody from the back 
he did the boy like that. So I'm thinking that's his friend. You know, they just horse playing or whatever. So the boy kind of lost his balance. And next thing you know, I guess the boy dropped something when he hit him. So when he bent down to pick whatever it was up, the little skinny dude pushed him real hard. And the boy fell over onto the ground. And the boy jumped up real quick. And um, the skinny dude was standing in his face. And he was like saying whatever, whatever. And this went on for a good three minutes, four minutes. And the, you could tell by the body language that the bigger dude was scared. Like, and it ain't far for me to see. Like, I could tell you what they had on and, you know, I could describe them. But, um, yeah, I, I was like, if he hit him again, I'm going to yell across the street to leave him alone or to stop or something. Because you could tell the boy was scared. Like, he, he was scared. And I'm just like, wow, he bullying this dude. Like, not that I know what's going on. But you can just tell by the body language that the little dude was the aggressor. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. So, yeah, you had a little family crossing the street, little boys, y'all loud and shit. But, yeah, he um, was standing there taunting that dude. I don't know what he was saying to him. But he was, the dude, the big dude was just standing there, like, in fear, listening to every word he's saying. Ain't no telling what he was telling that boy. And then he just crossed the street he walked the skinny dude walked off and crossed the street and the boy the big boy just stood there on his phone he got back on his phone and he just stood there like in shock like he didn't know what to do i don't know as a mom i wanted to go downstairs and just go across the street to ask him if he was okay but you know you could do that back in the day but nowadays, like you, it's sad that you have to think twice before helping somebody. Because my first instinct was to yell across there and then go down there and, you know, make sure he was all right. But then my realistic instinct kicked in, like, you live right there. Like, what if that skinny dude is a gangbanger? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if he really is off his rocker? Like, you know, you don't want them kind of problems. And I don't. So it's sad that you have to be conflicted like that you know what i'm saying it's just because it ain't just me i got my child here you know what i'm saying like i don't know i and, and for a minute i just sat here because the boy the big dude stood there on that at that crosswalk for like five minutes just standing there then he walked off and went over into the, the shopping area then i saw him come back then he went into the hair and nail shop. So maybe his mom or his auntie or somebody he know working there. And I saw a dude standing outside talking to him. And then maybe five minutes after that, he came across the crosswalk, like where my my apartment is, and went on wherever. But I was just like, wow, I bet he not gonna go home and tell his mom and dad what happened. You know? So if he's being bullied and taunted every day, he probably living with that and fear and torture. You know what I'm saying? And that's crazy because just yesterday, I was telling my baby, like, hey, I said, breathe. And I don't know why the thought crossed my mind, but I was just like, if I said, promise me that if when you go to this school and, you know, people, girls, boys, it don't matter who bothering you bullying you picking on you or anything promise that you will tell me because she's like me especially the younger me i was very private i was very very secretive and i was bullied from time to time and i was too afraid you know to say anything because it's embarrassing you want people to think you tough and you know tough and stuff but you know you being bullied and I know how that felt as a kid and I just wish you know my mama knew or my brother knew or somebody and eventually I did tell my aunt who passed and then she run up on the kids she ran up on them and threatened them with an axe <laughs> she was crazy like that and 
attention because you don't, you never know what's going on. I don't want to be sitting out here and some shit go down. Uh, especially nowadays how they be shooting shit up. But, um, yeah, so that kind of stopped my elementary school. And I was in elementary school, y'all, when she did that. Ain't nobody fuck with me after that. Them kids was petrified. She pulled that big ass axe out and she threatened their ass. And that was the end of that. But, you know, I know how the shit feel. And my baby going to a new school by herself. Probably going to be the minority. And I just told, I was like, I'll fight a child. Like, let me know if somebody fucking with you. I will fuck them up. <laughs> she was looking like, my mama crazy as hell. But nah, for real, like, no. Because my son went through that high school out here. Um, he was on a football team. Because I tell my kids, the, the fastest way to become popular, you know, join a club, join a sport, join something to where, you know, people start knowing your name. You make friends faster and stuff like that. So he joined a football team. He had never played football at school before ever. At home with his friends, yes, but, you know, as a sport, no. So, he joined a football team, and then he started telling us, you know, things like the boys was um, calling him black, nigga this, and nigga that, and um, at one time, they stole his cell phone and hid it on campus, and, you know, they were just fucking with him, and I, I I'm not that parent, I'm not that mama, like, you are not about to fuck with my kids, you just not gonna do that, so, yeah, that whole school had to see me, and I, when he told me, you know, I, I told him how to handle it or whatever, you know, don't trust, you know, them, they're not your friends, this, that, and the third, but they kept doing shit, so, okay, enough is enough, fuck this, so I called the school district, no, I called up to the school and asked for the principal. Well, they never would patch me to the principal. They would always patch me to the assistant principal. Come to find out, the assistant principal lived in our apartment building just on the other side. We never knew that before. So, I told, you know, I was like, yo, you know, this this, this not going to happen with my child. Like, I will move a fucking mountain about mine. So the, the principal kind of like played it to the left. Like, you know, always they just being kids, this, that, and third. So I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll be contacting the school district. Like, my son is not going to be discriminated against. We are not back in the day. You got me all the way fucked up. Once I started saying that, then I said something I love about, you know, I'll, I'm going to call the, the local news. Because you are in charge and you basically playing me to the left. Like, fuck that. So when I went to talking like that, oh, baby. Well, who who did he say specifically? And what are their names? And, okay, do you know what positions they play? Like, oh, nah, I got your attention. So, oh, I'll take care of this. Don't worry or whatever like that. So, okay, fine. How about my baby came home and told me that it was getting worse? Okay. Tana was in uniform. I said, you know what, fuck this. We going to the school. Keep your uniform on, let's go. Soon as he walked in the door from work. We got in a truck, went to the school. They were having practice. We just went out there and stood on the field. So I think I called and left a message saying I'm on my way up there. And when we got on the field, all the players was looking and the coaches was looking because it was no smiles you know they was all like hey how y'all doing and all of this <laughs> no bitch we didn't speak back we didn't um we didn't speak back and we didn't wave or nothing like that like we was on a mission so they was all scared and looking crazy so a couple of the football players came over to us and was like, it wasn't us. It was, we, we never, you know, Braylon's cool. Like, we never, you know, nah, bitch, don't try to come over here and clear your name now. You know, they was trying to separate themselves. So, I guess somebody called the assistant principal and was like, I can't remember quite. I, either they called, no, I think the coaches came up to us and was like, hey, you know, you know, something going on or how can I help you or whatever like that. 
and we was like yeah we need to meet with you the uh, uh, athletic director and the assistant principal so he went and got the athletic director they called the assistant principal he was like you want to come up to my office we was like no we gonna handle this shit on the field this way it goes down this way these motherfuckers fucking with our child they need to know we ain't about that so they ended up um he came and walked out on the field in his suit which he probably never does so once those players saw the me his dad the, the assistant principal and the athletic director they already they were scared them boys were scared they was like oh shit so you know i let tony talk and he handled it you know i will snatch my son off his team I will contact the local news. We have reported this to you several times. My son is handling it, you know, in a very admirable way. But y'all not doing anything about it. And no, this shit is not going to fly. They called the men. They called the boys over. And in front of us, they addressed it. You know, we will not tolerate discrimination. We are one team and, you know, unity this and unity that. And um, if it, it stops now, and if I hear it, you know, they gave that little speech to them or whatever. So they knew, they were aware. After that, never another problem. Them boys was kissing my son ass, and so was the um, assistant principal and the athletic director. He, them boys had been playing for years, and all of a sudden, my son became a star and player on the team. You know what I'm saying? But you have to stand up for yourself. You know, sometimes, yeah, you could play by the rules and, you know, shit will change or whatever, but sometimes it won't. Sometimes playing, playing by the rules ain't good enough. A motherfucker would still fuck with you, so you just have to take that shit to the next level and the next level and, you know, so forth and so on. But, um, yeah, so that's what I told my baby, like, you remember we did this for your brother like if this shit is happening or you know if it starts to happen with you tell me i need you to know i'm gonna take care of it because i don't want her to walk around in school in fear or being tortured not to say it's gonna happen oh wow not to say it's gonna happen but um you just you know you just never know and i want her to be comfortable and confident to be able to tell me i can't believe that car just did that he almost caused a bad accident sometimes people be in such a hurry Sometimes that hurry is a hurry to die. He could have literally just fucked his whole world up. And the other people in the other car. Slow down. Shit can wait. He even got out the car. So you did all that for what? See, that's why I be sitting out here. Shit. Yeah, y'all, that was sad. What happened to that boy on the corner? He probably deal with that shit every day. I just have to pray for him. I hope he tells somebody who can help him. That's the worst thing. Oh yeah, so let me trip y'all out. So they finally got Bree shit straight for school. Finally got a phone call because I had to call motherfucking Inglewood yesterday to see if they got the facts from school here. Lady was like, no, she ain't got nothing. So I gave her the number and the name of the lady here. You call her. Don't wait on her to send shit to you. You just fucking call her. So she did a job, which I need to call back and tell her thank you because she did what she said she was going to do. 
um she was like i'm gonna get this taken care of for you today and she she did even though that was yesterday but it was after hours so you know technically that was today but anyway so the lady from the school called and said she um got everything she needed that um we can start school on monday because we have to set the appointment to sit down and pick her classes i never did that shit before like that but okay so she sent me a link to register for like the school has its own website but to get access like the school portal to grades attendance schedules and stuff like that so um i registered and on there um you click a link and it said request a bus pass so i'm like request a bus pass what the fuck so i click on it basically i have your child name the address or whatever and then it tells you if they're eligible or ineligible to catch the bus well before i got to the ineligible part it had that i guess for those kids who are eligible you have to pay to ride the school bus not city bus the actual school bus you have to buy a pass i'm like the fuck <laughs> come again yeah you gotta buy a pass so i'm like i ain't never heard of that shit before and that shit costs four hundred dollars a year or a hundred dollars a quarter for your child to catch the school bus otherwise you gotta take them or they walk that shit blew my mind but i was willing to pay it because i don't want to have to take her to school or pick her up so i'm going along with the process just to find out she's ineligible so i called a bus transportation number to make sure this shit is accurate yeah she's in walking distance when i tell y'all that ain't no motherfucking walking distance like i don't even know how many miles it is but it's i, I wouldn't even want to walk that shit so that explains why when we went there initially to register her last week there were a hundred bicycles chained up to the fence along the school because kids riding their bikes to school because that's a long fucking walk she's not gonna want to do that and not only that, I don't, I don't, I've always either took my kids to school and picked them up or they caught the bus. I don't really like that walking shit because I watch too much ID channel and them kids be getting snatched up and that's one of my biggest fears. So yeah, that's some bullshit. That is some real bullshit. But she got to be to school at like fucking 7.30. And then they got to schedule like on Mondays they get out at 1. And then on other days they get out at 2 something. And the bus would have been perfect. Like what the fuck. So I had already told Tony, well, if she got to catch the bus, then you take her, I'll pick her up. And then I'm going to just have to have her ass walk to a certain spot. Because just the other day, I saw how long that line is. Because it's basically up on a hill. The school is on a hill. So once you go up there, you stuck until you come out. And that, that traffic was a nightmare. So, shit, she going to have to walk to the bottom of that hill and meet me on the side or something like that. Because I am not going up in that shit like that. That ain't happening. But like I told her ass too, when the furniture get here, your bike coming. She got a brand new bike for Christmas. So baby, you finna go. I'd rather her ride a bicycle than to walk. So I'm just hoping she meets some friends who live out here and they ride a bike or walk. And it's a group of them. If that's the case, I would be okay with that. But just her by herself in the beginning, no. So we'll probably take her the first, like the first month, and then after that, hopefully she meets some friends, or she gonna have her ass on that bicycle.
four more years, y'all, and then I don't have to worry about this shit no more. Well, really, what, two? Because she'll have a car and she can drive herself to school and back. So this had oh my god it's good y'all this flavor so good this blueberry mint so that explains like when we were at the hookah place when I told y'all I went with my friends the guy as long as you sat there drinking like he kept putting the charcoal on the thing keeping it lit keeping it going that's what I wasn't doing so that's why I wasn't keeping like a continuous um pool or, you know, strong smoke or whatever. Um, so that's the key. For those of you who green like me and don't know, don't just use one. Put that one on there and when it's about halfway burnt down, put another one on there. If you're going to still sit out and smoke. But if you're just going to, you know, do a little bit, then obviously you just need one. But I've been out here about an hour, hour and a half, so... It has a nice pull to it. So, yeah. It's a lot of people be walking out here, too, y'all. In a minute, I ain't gonna have no excuse. I'm gonna get my fat ass down there and start walking. And it's like a, a straight stretch of land. So, I mean, it ain't really no excuse. You can walk for days. The only thing I don't like about walking on a main road is the lights. I don't like crossing at the lights because I feel like everybody be looking at me. I, don't, I, I told you I'm funny like that. I like attention, but I don't. So that's that's one. So I would do something like walk to one light, turn around, go the other way, come back, and just keep doing it like that versus continuing on four or five lights down. I don't like that. just left about an hour ago and it's another Vons truck pulling in and it come these trucks come all day like I ain't gonna say all day but when I'm sitting out here they come every day how much groceries like I've never seen that before not that I ever lived across from a grocery store and I could see that but it's just so crazy that they have deliveries every day that's a good sign though, huh? Because that means they're keeping their shit fresh. They selling it as fast as they getting it in. Two trucks in one day, semi-truck. That's a good sign. I bought some um, fresh chips. Like the, um, you know the chips, like chips and salsa. They got, they bake them fresh every day in a big bag I think the bag was like eight dollars but they not like the chip at Moe's or uh say like Lenopolaire how they have little skinny chips they not like those they'll look thicker if you ever had the chips I think they call the Stacy brand they like a little healthier chip they kind of thick they remind me of those they just fresh you know they don't they don't taste like them they just have the thickness and 
the triangle shape. So they're not like no thin little chips. They're pretty thick. And they were good. Um, and then Walmart here, I don't know about, about back home, but the Walmart here has... Uh, but you know, demographic. You have to cater to your... your, your um, your, your what do you call it your demographic your you know basically the the type of people you have in that area so if it's mostly white they gonna have mostly white food if they got hispanics it's gonna be hispanic food so they um have out here obviously they have a lot of mexican you know food so in a walmart they have um the brand is called holy holy guacamole which I thought was cute. Um, but they have guacamole. It's a little bowl. It's guacamole. And then it's um, a spicy pico de gallo on top. Oh, my God. Now, my first experience with guacamole was actually out here to the Chili's around the corner when I lived out here before. Tony always ordered it because he done been all over the world, so he he try all kind of shit. He eat all kind of shit. So he had ordered the chips and guac. And I did. I was like, I don't eat guacamole. You don't like avocado? No, I don't eat it. So the girl, the waitress was like, oh man, it's so good. And I was like, it just looks so plain when I see it. Like, I put my finger in it before and tried it and it don't have a taste. So she was like, oh, you haven't had my guacamole. She brought her little cart, honey, and mixed it up right there. She had the, the, the avocado, she had a little bowl, she had a little masher thing. She put the um, avocado in a bowl. She was like, what do you like? So if you was making this, what sounds good to you? And I was like, well, you need some salt and pepper. Put some red onions in there. Um, and I think that was it and I was like let me try it and I think she did some cilantro baby baby when I tried that guacamole I was like oh yeah ma'am you on to something and it was good I fucked it up so we went to another Chili's out here after that so the guy was like can I get y'all some guac um, and chips or some sauce and chips so of course Tony wanted the guac I was like, I ain't eating it because it ain't going to taste like the girl. So, it was a black dude this time. The first girl was a white girl. So, it was a black dude. And he was like, um, oh, you ain't going to try my guacamole? I was like, nah, because you ain't going to make it like hers. So, <laughs> he was like, how much you want to bet? And I bet mine tastes better than hers. What all did you have in it? What you like? This, that, and third. Child, same thing. I guess that's what they do with the chilies. He pulled out his cart. And he made it fresh right there for me. Good. So I was like, okay, I guess it's just how I like it. So if it if the guacamole is made like that, I'll eat it. Um, because it has so much flavor. But just to put up like a spread or a, a spread of guacamole or avocado or however, no. Um, or just to eat a slice of avocado, no. Mm -mm. But um that little bowl from Walmart is spicy. Uh, pico de gallo. Which, you know, that's tomatoes, onions, and it has some little spices. It has some cilantro. It has the cilantro. And um, so I take the chip, get a little bit of the pico, and then get a dab of the guac and eat it like that. But once the pico is gone, I don't want it no more because the guacamole isn't made how I like it. But because the pico has the onions and the cilantro and the flavor, mix it together, it's cool. But it's nice for a little treat. Like if you was having a potluck at work or you was going to somebody's house, like out here, that's like a go-to. So... You can easily run in there, get that fresh bag of chips, go to Walmart, get two containers or three containers of that little mix, 
And I even told Tony, you could go get the containers and then put them in your own bowl, like mix it together yourself and just take one bowl and it'll go. People like that kind of stuff, especially like football season or basketball, stuff like that. That's perfect. Y'all can check if y'all into that kind of stuff. Oh, excuse me. If you into that kind of stuff, they may have it there. I never looked. I didn't even know they made it. He suggested it when we went to Walmart here. And I like it. So, if that's your thing, check it out. See if your Walmart has it. And, like, the fresh chips are so much better tasting. And probably better for you than, um, you know, like the Tostitos, the ones in a pre-made bag because you have all those preservatives and all that stuff. The fresh bag, at least you know it's made fresh that day. It hasn't been sitting, you know, on a shelf or anything like that. And the flavor is just so much better. It's just fresh. So I wouldn't even buy, like, Tostitos or no other kind of chip um, for, you know, dipping cheese or nothing like that because it just i don't know that they're fresh made freshly made it's something about it the debate has been on for an hour and some change i was supposed to look at it and i decided to come out here and chat it up with y'all I didn't even, well, I, can, I was going to say, I didn't even record it to look back at it, but I can't, um, I can't record it anyway. Cox Cable let me here to next Tuesday. But the good part, um, you can download their app and watch cable on your devices. Um, you know, until they come out. And install it. Why he so loud on his phone? Oh, he FaceTime. He FaceTime a child. And I tell y'all, I can see everything. <laughs> I'm so fucking nosy. I love it. And they can't see me. I love that even more. They can't even see me, honey. They don't know I be all in this shit. He was talking to some girl in the bed, child. She probably was saying, get your ass home. So give you some of this puss, honey. Probably what she was telling his ass. But you know what, y'all? It's so weird. Like, when I was watching him walk for whatever reason, I don't know. It's like epiphanies just hit me, like... I get so motivated. Oh my God. All I thought about just then when he was walking, I looked at him and I was I felt inspired. I don't know why. And it's been happening to me since I've been out here and it's so crazy. Like literally if I had pop set up, I would um <laughs> this lady walking by, she hear me talking. And she's looking to see where the boy's coming from. That is so funny. I'm, I'm behind some trees too. So it's hard to, to see me. But um, I would have jumped up and just went and made something. Like I got so much inspiration in me that I can't even wait to see what all I'm about to make for Pop or what all I'm about to do for Pop. Like it's so crazy. It's frustrating too because I can't create and I'm a creative being and when I get that I just want to let it out like a singer when you a singer and you know you wanna you you or a writer I'll say like you say you write songs when it hits you you don't care you gonna write it on a napkin you gonna write it on your hand you you have to get it out or you know um, you know, like writers who write books and stuff, when they get inspired, they just whip out the laptop or whatever they use, you know what I'm saying, and you just go, because it's just, 
overflowing and you just have to put it out that's how I feel when it come to pop like it's bubbling over and I can't do nothing I can't do nothing I, my stuff ain't here <sighs> but it'll be here it'll be here soon it's supposed to get picked up on Tuesday so it won't be long it's gonna be fun too because I'm gonna be talking to y'all while I'm creating remember how I was doing that before um and that's my zone like that's my element when I am um creating like that's I can talk I can think you know I'm happy like that that's my shit but I know I'm gonna be busy so that's why I'm trying to enjoy this and not rush it. Um, because when it when my shit get here, for one, I'm going to have to decorate, which I love that anyway. So I'm anxious about that too. And then two, um, uh, yeah, I'm going to be in the lab. be a good time there's gonna be some late nights have my wine y'all chopping it up with y'all ain't no telling what i'm gonna be telling y'all <laughs> ain't no telling and i'll be able to be a little looser because you know what i'm saying i have all my shit and i ain't gonna have no worries i ain't gonna have no attachments or nothing holding me back from Florida, you know what I'm saying? I'll feel complete because I have my baby, which is pop, and um, all of my belongings, you know, my bed. I miss my bed. Um, yes, I just miss my stuff, all my shit, you know. I, I feel like I've been displaced and I could only bring what I could carry. <laughs> And y'all know that ain't me at all, cause oh man. That's why I ain't really been getting out, cause I really don't have my stuff. I don't have my jewelry. I don't have um, my shoes, my clothes. You know, I just got regular stuff. I mean, I got stuff like if I got to go somewhere and I got to look nice, I brought stuff for that. But I came with what? A large suitcase, a large duffel bag, a backpack, two garbage bags that I stuff with clothes, and a tote bag with my oils and lotions that I made. I miss my Bath & Body um, products. I miss my bubble bars. I miss my, my bath bombs. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I'm living real basic right now. But she fabulous, so shit. Like, I got these jogger pants. Jogger pants. Yoga pants on in this tank top, child, please. I still am fabulous. You always gotta stay fabulous. It don't matter. It don't matter if you rocking name brand, non-name brand, looking not so good to looking. You know what I mean? Still be fabulous. Shit. Confidence is everything. My mom was like, I can't wait to try that, the hookah. Tell, uh, she said, I can't, I'm going to try it when I come. She said she only did it one time before with her friend. <laughs> she ain't going to like it. it. I mean, this is something that 
just like Tony did it at one time. He took like two puffs. This ain't his thing. This this is you know like how people have the um, vaping pen or whatever, and people do cigarettes. Like it have to be your thing. This ain't for you to just do just cause. I didn't know if it was gonna be my thing because when I tried it in the club in California before, I didn't I didn't like it, and I didn't like it because the flavor was too strong and it like burned my throat. So I just was over it, and I never tried it after that. <clears throat> but then when I went to the Dad Shack. And tried it with my friend I liked it so I was glad that I requested the hookah from my other friend I just like to chill so for me if it's something that relaxes me and like mellows me out and I can vibe I'm, I'm cool with it I don't do no cigarettes or nothing else I, my wine or a nice little mixed drink um, that other thing or this the other thing though like I don't know I don't know how I'm going to be able to pull that off when I do go get my car because y'all already know the rules out here you can smell that a mile away and like I, I don't like being in a box y'all already know that I don't like nobody having all these rules if I want to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and come sit on my porch and do a little something like I want to be able to do that I don't want to always have to come out at night where I gotta hide and I didn't get to say my little thing earlier because I got cut off. But I'm going to finish this up and then I'm going to head in there and chill out. So in the meantime, between time, remember, be you, be beautiful, be blessed, be a blessing, be mindful, and most importantly, y'all, be aware. Girl, please, you are now in the promised land, child. We over here sneaking and ducking and dodging. If you don't light that mug up, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. I will be so lit. Wake and bake everything. Just bake with everything, child. You free. You in the freedom land. I can't believe you really tripping. But anyway, I get it. Do you, you know, do your thing. But, shoot, light one up for me while you playing. Bye, girl.